You are listening to the African Campfire Stories podcast. The African Campfire Stories podcast is a program that is dedicated to the telling of African history stories and events. Welcome. Before we begin today's episode, we have a little housekeeping to do. Please bear with us. This is our first content episode after the podcast introduction episode, and we need to get a few things out of the way first. It will take about a minute or two. Note that we will not be telling African history in a straight line chronological manner. That means we will not start from the very beginning of African history, from God knows when BCE and carry on chronologically until recent history. This isn't because we have an issue with telling stories that way, nor does it mean that telling stories that way is a bad thing to do. And this doesn't mean that we will not be telling stories from God knows when BCE. Rather, we have decided to search for stories and events from African history that we feel have been told little or have been undertold or haven't been told at all. And we will create topics from those stories and events. The very first episode of the podcast, episode 1, which serves as the podcast introduction episode, explains this approach of ours in more detail. At the African Campfire Stories podcast, we will strive for quality programming. But to bring African history stories to you, we have to wade through dozens of facts, names of people, and names of places. Should you pick up anything we might get wrong in the details or if you want to offer suggestions or if you just want to contact us, please leave us a comment on our website www.africancampfirestories.com. You can also leave a comment on our social media pages on Twitter, African Campfire Stories, on Facebook, African Campfire Stories and on Instagram, African Campfire Stories. Your contribution will help us keep us honest and it will go a long way in making this podcast a success. Last point on the housekeeping. To create this podcast, we use source material from historians, academics and other writers. We therefore would like to take this opportunity to thank all the men and women who write about African history. Their work allows this podcast to exist. That is all for housekeeping. Thank you for bearing with us. Without much further ado, here is the very first episode of our very first topic. This is episode 2, Cold War Pawns, introducing the Cold War Pawns series. Welcome to the very first episode of our very first topic. Our first topic is called Cold War Pawns. This topic will be presented in the form of a series consisting of many episodes. Let us quickly explain how the Cold War Pawns series episodes will be named. Each episode will contain the title of the series, so each episode will have Cold War Pawns in the title. The title of the series will then be followed by a dash, after which will follow the pertinent subtitle for each specific episode. For instance, the episode is called Cold War Pawns-Introducing the Cold War Pawns series. The next episode will be called Cold War Pawns-The Cold War in the African Context, and so on and so forth. It's the last part of the episode title that will tell you what each episode is about. The last part of the title for this episode is Introducing the Cold War Pawns series. So let us go ahead and introduce the series then. 
We would like to restate that we are an African history podcast and we will be bringing you stories and events from Africa's rich history. However, to provide you with the proper background of our Cold War porn series, we have to cover a lot of detail about places other than Africa. In our research on the Africa of the Cold War era, it became clear to us that jumping right into the African aspects of the Cold War would be short-changing our listeners. Jumping directly into the parts of the story that concern Africa will leave a lot of you with a lot of questions about the motivations, intentions and methods of the then two world superpowers. We'll be covering events that took place in Europe, Asia and the Americas. In this series, the two countries that will be the common denominator are the United States of America and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, which we will call the USSR for convenience. The USSR is basically what we know today as Russia. We will get more into this a little later. The Cold War was a conflict between these two countries at a time when the two of them were the only world superpowers. At the present moment in world affairs, the USA is the world's sole superpower. Our Cold War Pawns series will take you back to a time when America had a rival, a fearsome rival at that. We genuinely believe that we have no choice but to spend a lot of time presenting to you with many background episodes. So please bear with us on that. For those of you who can't wait to get to the part of the story that concerns Africa directly, we definitely understand. We are with you on that point. We also cannot wait for that. But the background is very necessary. We would not do it were that not the case. Together, we will go through some background episodes before we can get to cover the first African country we will tackle in this series. And that first country will be the Democratic Republic of the Congo. But before we get to the DRC, we will give you an episode that is going to summarize the colonization period and the period where African countries fought for independence from colonization. After we have covered the DRC, the rest of the African countries will be Egypt, Ethiopia, Namibia, Angola, South Africa and others. By the time we are done with this series, you will have gained some knowledge of the history of at least 20 countries. That includes the history of countries from other continents and countries from the African continent. So this will be a very huge series. It is a very big story. At the moment, we are not sure how long it will take us to cover it, but we have arrived at a rough estimate of 35 episodes, give or take. While we are going through the background episodes, we believe that you'll not be bored, especially if you love history like we do. After you have listened to our entire Cold War porn series, you will have some understanding of the pre- and post-World War II history of places like the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the United States of America, Britain, Korea, Germany, Iran, France, China, Cuba, Vietnam, and many others. The actions and events in the aforementioned places will be driven by interesting and notorious international historical figures like Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Winston Churchill, John F. Kennedy, Nikita Khrushchev, Leonid Brezhnev, Franklin Roosevelt, Mao Zedong, Ho Chi Minh, Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, Kim Il-sung, and many more. Through our background episodes, 
you will acquire an understanding of how the actions of the above-mentioned people and events in the aforementioned places set the tone for the subsequent actions and events that took place in the African continent. If we are saying that the list of the above-mentioned countries and leaders will be covered in the background, this should give you some idea of why we need to have many background episodes. After we are done with the background episodes, we will pivot to the African continent and discuss African countries. The list of the countries that were affected by the Cold War includes Algeria, Nigeria, Egypt, Ethiopia, Eritrea, South Africa, Liberia, Angola, Ghana, Namibia, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and many others. The list of African leaders that played a part in the Cold War is as follows. Mobutu, Nasa, Lumumba, Haile Selassie, Mengistu, Nujoma, Kabila, Buatha, Michel, Gaddafi, Mugabe, Balewa, Nkrumah, Malan, and so forth. Pause for a minute and think of the list of places and names of leaders mentioned above. Our Cold War Pawns series is designed to be an African story, of course, but as a big bonus, we also aim to provide you with a breathtaking story of the bigger world. We promise to bring you an extensive global and international nail-biter of a story. You'll be hit with surprise after surprise. For instance, even in our team, some of us didn't know that Ernesto Che Guevara, nowadays more likely to appear on a t-shirt, came from the Democratic Republic of the Congo during the Cold War. He was there to fight together with Laurent Kabila against Mobutu. We were also surprised that Fidel Castro wasn't yet a communist when he took power in Cuba. Another surprise was a story of US President John F. Kennedy having a chat with Mobutu before Mobutu took over power in the DRC. In this chat, Kennedy was thanking Mobutu for a massacre Mobutu had just committed. A horrible massacre, where many people were killed and raped. Not long after that, Mobutu took over power with the help of the USA. Here's another last taste of our surprises. China and the USSR were both communist countries, but they didn't get along in the Cold War in Africa. To that extent, in South Africa, for instance, when the USSR began supporting the African National Congress, China stopped supporting the ANC and moved on to support the Pan-African Congress. During the Cold War, China did a lot of things in order to retard the USSR's efforts in Africa. In Angola, for instance, China supported UNITA in its fight against the MPLA, though the MPLA was supported by the USSR and Cuba. Those that listen to the news nowadays and hear that China is making such and such moves in Africa, you will be surprised to learn that China's involvement in Africa is nothing new. Guys and girls, these are not even the juiciest surprises that we will be bringing you in the Cold War story. So please stay tuned and get yourself an African Campfire Stories podcast episode every week. Before we go any further, we have to explain a couple of things. Firstly, we need to define what this series is going to be about. We've already stated that the title of the series is Cold War Pawns. We have also already made mention of the Cold War, the countries and the leaders we will discuss. What do we mean by the phrase 
Cold War pawns. We need to explain that. Secondly, we need to explain to you why do we think that a relatively thorough background of the Cold War is necessary. But we will explain this second part in the very next episode, episode 3, coming right after this one. So let us begin with our first task. What is the topic about? What are Cold War pawns? We will start with the word pawns. We looked at our dictionary and there, a pawn was described as, open quote, a person used by others for their purposes, close quote. Now that we have pawns out of the way, we need to define the term Cold War. And then we will double back to explain what the combination of Cold War and pawns means. The Cold War is the conflict that existed between the United States of America and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, starting from, say, around 1947 and ending with the collapse of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics in 1991. And we are saying, say, around, because this was not a shooting war. So it's actually very difficult to even say such a war actually started. The ending of the war might have also been difficult to pinpoint, were it not for the fact that the USSR collapsed in 1991. I know some of you are probably saying, yes, I know the United States of America, but what on earth is the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics? The more we explain, the more we will have to explain, so bear with us. The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics is a country that no longer exists. But do you trust us when we say that the USSR used to be feared over there in the West. The USSR is the socialist communist state that replaced the Russian Empire in 1917 and it existed until 1991. Episode 4 will explain how the USSR came to being. In 1991, the USSR was replaced by modern-day Russia. Of course, we are simplifying matters here. The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics did not cover the exact same territory as modern-day Russia. Modern-day Russia is smaller than the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, so it's not exactly the same thing. But you won't fail a Cold War history test if you use Russia and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics interchangeably. The USSR was made up of Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Moldavia, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Georgia, Azerbaijan, Armenia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, and Turkmenistan. Many people, especially in the West, shortened the name the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics and called the USSR the Soviet Union. In this podcast, we've decided to call the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics the USSR and not the Soviet Union. But you will not fail a history test if you call the USSR the Soviet Union and vice versa. For the rest of this episode and for the rest of the Cold War porn series, we will use the USSR. We will call the United States of America the USA or just America. So, back to defining the Cold War. This was a long-drawn conflict lasting over 40 years and packed with many ups and downs. And strange enough, the USA and the USSR hardly ever shot at each other during this war. This is why the war was called the Cold War. It is because there was no general exchange of fire between the two main opposing sides. The Cold War is a conflict that drew in many other countries across the whole world. 
Remember our long list of countries from above? And of course, pertinent to this podcast, the Cold War also reached Africa. We call our series Cold War Pawns because we believe that African countries were dragged into the Cold War for the purposes of furthering the geopolitical and economic aims of the USA and the USSR. Having said that, it is important to note that the Cold War between the USA and the USSR was fought out in many other continents and countries across the world. It was not just limited to Africa. This is a fact that our background episodes will clearly show. The Cold War was contested anywhere on the globe where the USA and the USSR deemed it necessary for their interests. Even though the USA and the USSR did not directly engage in general fighting during the Cold War, Cold War-related conflicts in other countries did take the form of shooting wars. These shooting wars took place in Africa as well. Later episodes of this series will bear out this fact. The Cold War was a war fought through espionage and counter-espionage. It was during the Cold War that the American intelligence agency, the CIA, and the USSR intelligence agency, the KGB, achieved their now world-famous notoriety. In Italy, soon after World War II ended, when it looked like the Italian people were going to elect a communist-leaning government, the early version of the CIA called OSS rushed in to make sure that that did not happen. The USSR intelligence agencies were used by USSR leader Joseph Stalin to infiltrate the USA's nuclear bomb project, thus ensuring that the USSR would not be far behind the USA in the possession of nuclear bombs. These are the kinds of stories that we will be presenting to you as part of the background of the Cold War. The Cold War also took the form of economic warfare and diplomatic intrigues. The very first episode will explain the beef that led the USSR to create their own post-World War II economic recovery plan after the USA had created a plan for her capitalist-leaning allies in Europe. African countries became targets of the international Cold War conflict when they obtained independence from their former European colonizers. Independence opened power vacuums in Africa. As the colonial masters left, African independence movements fought over power and control of their newly free countries. Civil wars became rampant in the continent, some of which outlasted even the Cold War itself. For instance, the Angolan Civil War, which began in 1975 and ended only in 2002, some of the colonial powers were also still interfering in the affairs of their former colonies after independence. Thus, the African civil wars were complicated by colonial interference. Tribalism amongst the African populations, beef between the independence movements and also the Cold War. Africa became a place upon which two world superpowers could interfere and promote their respective systems of government. Communism, in the case of USSR, and capitalism, in the case of the USA. Future episodes of our Cold War Pawn series will go into more detail about each of the African countries affected by the Cold War. For now, here's a very high-level summary. We will begin with Angola. 
In Angola, the civil war that started in 1975 between the liberation movements of that country, UNITA and MPLA, was exacerbated because of the Cold War. Because of the Cold War, not only were the key opponents, the USA and the USSR involved, but the apartheid South Africa and Cuba threw in their lot into the Angolan Civil War. Apartheid South Africa found itself involved in what is sometimes called the South African Border War or at other times the Namibian War of Independence. In South Africa, it is also called the Angolan Bush War. This war started in 1966 and ended in 1990. It was a war that involved South Africa, Namibia, Zambia and Angola. To make things more confusing, it was also linked to the civil war in Angola we have mentioned before. In Ethiopia and Somalia, the latter invaded the former in a conflict lasting from 1977 to 1978. The USSR first backed Somalia and then moved on to back Ethiopia, providing billions of dollars worth of supplies and advisors. In Egypt, the leader of that country, Gamal Abdel Nasser, toyed with both the USA and the USSR. It is also noteworthy to state that the USSR passed on to Egypt an intelligence report that helped to spark the six-day war between the Arab states and Israel. This latter conflict interests us on this podcast because Egypt was involved in the Arab-Israel war. That conflict also contained Cold War undertones. In the Republic of the Congo, today known as the Democratic Republic of Congo, the entanglement of that country in the Cold War led to the so-called Congo Crisis of 1960 to 1965. It also led to the killing of Patrice Lumumba, with participation by the CIA and the ascendancy of Mobutu's dictatorship. Hundreds of thousands of African people died in these conflicts. Great and lasting damage was brought upon the continent. The effects and consequences of which Africa is still attempting to recover from. For instance, the situation inflamed by the Cold War in the DRC led to the First Congo War and the Second Congo War. The latter ended only in 2003, but related issues continue to this day in that country. This had led to a head-scratching situation whereby countries rich in minerals are yet poor. But as we will see in the later episodes of this series, we cannot blame the USA and the USSR only for these African conflicts and the subsequent poverty that still haunts Africa to this day. History is never that simple. We will show in later episodes that the Cold War tended to follow countries that were troubled. The Cold War, for instance, affected Vietnam greatly, but Vietnam was already in a state of chaos before Cold War politics came into the picture. More on Vietnam in later episodes. Korea, again, is another example of a troubled spot that attracted the Cold War. A similar dynamic was at play in Africa. African countries chose the wrong time to attain freedom, so to speak. When Ghana led the way and gained independence in 1954, and many other countries followed, Africa became vulnerable to instability. Instability of which was caused by the former colonial powers, and most of which was caused by Africans themselves. Tribalism, for instance, 
was allowed to run rampant after the colonialists had gone. Tribal conflicts started flaring up. These were followed by massacres, rape and pillage, all inflicted by African natives on each other. Independence movements, many of which were organized along tribal lines to begin with, turned on each other once the common enemy was thrown out. As for the Cold War situation, the African countries involved were to some degree willing pawns. As we will discuss on the next episode, there are some Africans and sometimes non-Africans as well who believe that the USA's and USSR's intervention during the Cold War is akin to the European colonization of Africa. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. We will give you the details and let you decide for yourself. As we stated in episode 1 of this podcast, the podcast introduction episode, we will not take sides in any of our stories. We will not be unfair to anyone or any side. We will also not exonerate anyone, whether it be Africans or anyone else for that matter. As much as possible, we will provide facts and we believe that our listeners are smart enough to decide for themselves on how to digest those facts. As far as the Cold War goes, African leaders and governments saw a chance to gain advantages. Siding with either the USA or the USSR brought support to African leaders and their movements. Therefore, perhaps the Cold War period is one of the few instances in the history of Africa where African countries had some leverage over the countries that sought to exploit them. The colonization period stands in stark contrast to the freedom of maneuver that the Cold War period provided to African leaders. It was also a different kind of African leader that dealt with the Europeans during the beginning of the colonial age. The African leader of the Cold War era had options. There were also not too many options. But you could play the USA and the USSR against each other. You could play China against USSR. You could play Cuba against America or play Cuba against China. Also, none of these countries were trying to occupy your country like the European countries of the colonial period were doing. The African leaders during the Cold War period were usually Western educated. So they were adept at playing the diplomatic and economic games of the countries that were intervening during the Cold War period. Unfortunately, this is all the time we have for today. This is the end of today's episode of the African Campfire Stories podcast. The episode was very long. Thank you for sticking with us till the end. We needed to introduce the series, provide many definitions and still provide you with some juicy history tidbits. Please check out our next episode where we will continue to introduce the concept of the Cold War. On the next episode, we will also explain why we think a relatively thorough background of the Cold War is crucial. Is it easy for Africans to understand the Cold War? Listen to the next episode and find out what we have to say on that point. On the next episode, we will also cover Greece, Vietnam, the Marshall Plan, the Molotov Plan, the Truman Doctrine, and much, much, much more. For the latest updates, notices, and announcements, remember to follow the African Campfire Stories podcast on Twitter, African Campfire Stories on Facebook, African Campfire Stories Instagram, African Campfire Stories. Also, visit our website at www.africancampfirestories.com. Stay tuned.
See you next time.